Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Okay, welcome to part two of uh, Our Core Listing podcast with me and Christopher Glasson and... Hello. And Sam Souls from Chew the Chat podcast. Yo. So we are at number three. Uh, we've already um, done... Uh, the first one was Surf... Remind me again. Surf. Surfwise. Surfwise. Surfwise and Zeitgeist. Zeitgeist, so, yeah. Uh, if you've just come to this episode first... Have a look at yourself, will you? Go back and listen to uh, part one first, otherwise one it's going to make no sense. One comes before two. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a life lesson you should have. A quick shout out to our sponsors, Love Beer and Bang Boom Creative. Yeah. And to the rest of the Distraction Pieces Network. And a big thank you to our main man, 76. Yes. For polishing this turd. Absolutely. And uh, and a massive thanks to uh, all of you lot that have signed up um, in recent weeks to the Patreon. We've We've done a big push on that, and, uh, and we've seen an amazing response. And you know, getting all the feedback from you lot on the um, the drunk cast video has been amazing. And uh, and yeah, so thanks everyone that's supported the Patreon because it's uh, it's it's grown really quickly, and it's it's, it's lovely, and it, it really does sort of uh, it means a lot, right? It feeds your coke habit, doesn't it? Exactly, mate. <laughs> so you know, your your yours and your kids' coke habit. Exactly. So, so this is what people have got to think about. These are all on lockdown, and like, yeah, we, we were just swanning around like Danny Dyer in the business. Yeah, that's one session <laughs> going on. That is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, number three, Sam. Number three. It's a nice, short, sharp YouTube, easy, accessible Iceman Wim Hof. Ooh, it's really weird. This. Go on, Chris. Sorry. No, no, no! I haven't seen this. That's all I'm contributing. Uh, I've just seen. I've just. I've literally just seen another message from Pip because I messaged him this morning. Uh, I saw him having a um, a swim in in Margate in the um, uh, in the sea, and uh, and and then I, I noticed that he'd um, tagged in Wim in that. Uh, because Wim's been on distraction pieces. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah what what a dude is. Pip, yeah, sorry, Pip Sam. Went out. Pip went out, didn't he? He went. He visited Wim at his home in Scandinavia somewhere. And did and the did, did the, the whole thing. Yeah, the Wim Hof method. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. And again, this documentary, The Iceman, it's kind of this is. I know he was busy doing his thing before this, but the the Vice documentary, The Iceman, kind of blew him up, I guess, um, to the wider public. Uh, and that's when he went off on and did all the the podcast run like. But this it's a little, I think it's about forty minutes maybe, um, and 
the Vice guys go and see him in Holland, where he's from, and his whole story. And again, the documentary is about his his ability to manipulate his physiology, basically through breathing yeah. and using the cold. But what you learn as you watch the film is is those sublayers again, which is what I'm kind of picking out all the time, is that actually this all came about through his grief from when his wife, right. when when his wife passed away in like the mid '90s, and she actually she suicide, she was she committed suicide. And she had that she had been diagnosed, I think, with something like seven or nine personalities, and she'd really struggled. And they had like four kids, I want to say, to check that, but I think three or four kids. Um, and it obviously shattered him. And I imagine it must have been difficult before the fact, anyway. But obviously they were really loyal and trying to be, you know. Um, but it's it just fucking he just seemed to drill himself into this this whole seeking of of meaning in life and it, and it led him to the cold and this breathing and his yoga and he went off to the, all the corners of the earth on his own and and I think it was only his son who realised wow there's something to be shared here and started to actually kind of put some media on him you know put him a website together and started trying to give it back to people because essentially all he's doing is breathing it's literally yeah. breathing focusing the mind he's got like a tagline you know happy healthy and strong and he's, he's just a Dutch guy who's just literally, you know, he's got his guitar out and he's just, he's got that aura of just like everything's good time. And, and he's quite interesting when you look a bit further on as well, especially today, you know, he, he's not like, he's not one of these kind of vegan superpower people, you know, he's eating his whatever he eats and he's drinking, he has a drink and he's just got this mindset and this, you know, this, this kind of ability to do this breathing, which he's taken to science. He didn't want it to be kind of just you know, like sort of piffy woo. He, yeah. And he is the guy that's, t- I think he's got 21 Guinness Guinness World Records. He, he ran like a, a, a marathon in a desert with no shoes and no water. You know, he's done phenomenal things and been tested by universities and he's rewritten, you know, a lot of like biology and physics. So he's a real fascinating one. And Vice do a decent job of it. You know, they actually do the methodology with him. Um, they go in the water and do the, the dipping. And so it's, you know, it is a, it's an interesting watch. And at 40 minutes, it's, um, it's an insight. But again, to me, it was like, yeah, there's more to this. His drive, his loss, his fucking yearning to try and fill that void and find something more meaningful and unite his family was, that was, I found that fascinating. Yeah, he's a fascinating guy. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. Um, well, he, he, I remember the story that he, I think he told Pip, not to oh, regurgitate what's on another podcast, but definitely go and check out the one that Pip had uh, with Wim. Uh, but he was talking <laughs> look at about... You. Uh, look at you. <laughs> this is two podcasts. A podcast. <laughs> Fuck's sake. It's one of the few I've listened to. It genuinely is. Like, and, um, and, and he talks about how he, he did this, like, challenge where he had to they bat, knocked out a, a, a you know he was in a frozen lake knocked a hole in it at one end yes and at the other end they knocked another hole and he had to swim under mm. and then he lost his fucking eyesight yeah his retinas froze his retinas froze it froze yeah under the water that's fucking insane <laughs> man but that is like death because he couldn't foresee that and that's how mishaps happen it's those we, we were talking earlier about move, you know moving to Thailand. It's those granular things that you mm. didn't plan for. Mm. I mean, of all the like, times course, to go blind. Fucking hell, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I always worry about it on my bed. <laughs> on my bed with my laptop open. It was a big worry growing <laughs> yeah. up. The Chris Glasson method. <laughs> but he's, he, he, what, he, what he also does, which is really cool, is he does like these... like He takes people up Kilimanjaro. So, he, like you say, yeah. um, he's actually doing... 
we're supposed to be doing one at my gym. We were supposed to be there, I think, this weekend. Oh. Last weekend, we were supposed to be doing a Wim Hof workshop at our, our oh. gym. Um, obviously, it's been called off. But he he does these amazing things where he gets people, sometimes with illnesses, sometimes with terminally... I mean, there's a guy in the documentary that's battling cancer. And he talks about, you know, and they make it clear, this is not a, this is not a uh, medicinal, you know, one thing fits all. It's like it's a mindset. And what his friend who was suffering with cancer was saying was like how it gave him autonomy and like finding control and through breathing and the way it made him feel and like the the obviously the physiological effects it's actually happening you know realigning yeah. his blood and his cells and but he he does he does these things where he gets people and he takes them up Kilimanjaro in shorts and it's like 72 73 year old men who, who, who are you know stage two in in cancer who are going up these and doing these treks and doing these walks and doing this breathing exercise and cold work and feeling fantastic and getting so much more out of what it is that they've got, you know. I find that fascinating. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a, the mastery of the body and, and not just assuming that science has got it all right mm. uh, to, mm. to this point. It's, they certainly haven't, right? It's, mm. it's, it's true until it's proven wrong. And Wim Hof has proven a lot of us wrong and what we think the human body's capable of in these sort of cold climates. Mm. I've... I've I've not done any of that Wim Hof thing, really. I got into a phase where I could have freezing cold showers. I do that. I, did, I do that, yeah. Can you, can you do that? Well, I, I, it's I I, kind of cheating. I kind of uh, cheating, right. though. I do my normal shower and then just yeah. do the last, the last, like, I just fucking do, like, a, you know, incremental turnaround in it for, like, a minute. Yeah. But I yeah, do it yeah. all the time now and I do feel fucking good. You feel reset after. It's it's incredible. Like, I, I got into it and... And then, like humans do, consistency. And I only did it for a short period of time. I'm talking like two months. And and but like even the thought of fucking doing that now is just like absolute hard pass. I do not. I just don't want to put my body through it. Pip's been doing it for years now. Mm. He's been and he says that's he so loves it so much that he almost that's a reason to do a workout. Like, he, he almost finds a... Re- like, the, the excuse to have a cold shower is fucking do a work. Well, that, that's what does happen. Incredible. That's what does happen with it, though. You know, that again, it's so much of it is built into us because of our comfort, because we've made things yeah. wonderful. It's yeah. another part of what's happening today is, like, we're realising we made things run on these constructs, these ideas, you know. We get stuff delivered to the door and, every, you know, all of a sudden it stops and you can't get trucks on the road or whatever it is. You realise it's, you know, the, the nitty-gritty dip, sort of, like, material things are, like... That, that cold shower thing is at first it's like fucking what are you mad you know like it's, it's yeah. difficult you do a bit of his breathing I sometimes do about 20 breaths just big breaths <laughs> you know I don't even do that anymore because I'm lazy but the cold shower bit I've become I've, I have had that crossover where I love it I do it after my shower and I'll crank my shower up real hot as hot as I can take it for the last you know just to get me sort of where I want to be cooled off but then I'll just crank it over and I'm, it's probably not even a minute you know I love it now and when I get out, your skin, your, your metabolism, I mean, you start reading the science about it. When you get into it regularly, it's fucking so good for your, your immune system at this time. You know, really, really good for you. So, yeah, I've, I've, I'm, I'm in Pip's boat with that one. It feels good. How about you, Shu? You don't have cold showers. You have golden showers. Thank you. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've, I've been doing it for probably two years. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, Fucking right. uh, I find it really, really important. Um, only because from doing the wild swimming, getting out of the lakes, oh, of course, or yeah. getting out of the rivers, and just feeling incredible, mm. and feeling without sounding too much of a hippie, just feeling alive. 
Mm. And like, and you know, and and knowing the benefits, um, as what what Sam said for the immune system. Uh, yeah, I've just done it. Occasionally, like I won't, but most mornings, it's mm. definitely straight in. What do you do? Do you just bang on, just stand under it, and then just hit it on? And yeah, it's just and, scr- and yeah, and scream like a baby. Fucking hell, that's oh, hardcore. Fucking hell, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm, but but I'll only start. only for about four seconds, and then <laughs> your body. No, but then your body does adjust. Yeah, right. it's a good way to wake up. All right. Okay. All right, that sounds awful. Um, let's move on to... I haven't to, seen my penis uh, for about three years. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a penis before that. You've no. just at least got an excuse. Um, what's your next one, Sam? What, what, is, what number are we on? Where are we? Two. One, We've done, two, yeah, three. Two. That was ice one. That was three, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we've got wild, wild, wild Country. Yes. Wild, wild country. Now, this one for me, obviously it was six parts, I think. So it's fucking six hours. I mean, it's a lot. Of information to get through. I How long is each episode, mate? I, I think about that. fifty minutes. I think it's right. best. It might even be an hour. Somewhere around there. Um, I didn't know anything about that movement at the time. I mean, I'm your age. I think Chris. You know, it was February '81. I was born. It yeah. was. It was. It happened in my lifetime. I don't remember news. I don't remember. It was all fucking no. brand new to me. What and is what, it? What is it? I, I, I've not seen this. So um, it was a. <sighs> They call it like a sex cult, but I, I, I don't think it was a sex. It's like a so they got a, like a an Indian Osho kind of a character, Bagwan. They call him Bagwan. What was his real name? Don't know. I don't. I'm gonna pull it up now. Hang on. It was Bagwan Shri Rajneeshi, otherwise known as Osho. Yeah, and he's this kind of yeah. That's it. What is this 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 wise man? But is what this I, a yoga guy? No, that's no. It's um, not that no. That's a it's good one, though. Vikram yoga. Well, we, yeah, give that a shout. But um, that was interesting. But no, this is this was in the eighties, and uh, he just started to build like a. It's a cult, I guess. It's cool, is what it is. But it was just people. What I found fascinating about it, and I'll kind of fast forward and come back, is that the amount of people. I mean, we've talked about Zeitgeist, and you know, kind of to get into that film or to even give that film some room in your head, you've got to have a certain mindset and be open to certain things. So when I go back to like the mid '80s and then I see the footage of this many people who are that far out with like, no, fucking this society is not working, and we want this society where we care about each other and we're unified and blah blah blah. I found that staggering. In the days before mobile phones, you know, how do you coordinate and get that many people in touch? Never mind, they go on to build a city with their own police force, with their own fucking infrastructures, their own doctors, nurses, and lawyers. It is fucking mind-bending what they achieve. Oh, man, I'm going to have to watch this. Stuff. Have you not seen it? No. no. Oh, so, I, Jesus. I think, I've seen, I think I've seen the trailer, and um, uh, it's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Netflix, yeah. 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 And I've seen it, and me and Molly have been like, oh, yeah, that's one to watch. But, the Duplass Brothers, bring, yeah. Then you, then you send it through, and I rewatch the trailer, and I was like, yeah, mate, I've got to... I've got to watch this. Something that starts out like is it like a commune of yeah. a, an I- ideology of you know be excellent to each other. Yes, and then, you know seeing then how and where it goes. And I I, I wonder I, I'm I'm intrigued, but I I wonder if it's like most things in like society and like we were saying earlier, there's so many different motives and agendas once you get inside that or that all it's difficult to have this perfect utopia society that everyone wants. Like, the bigger that gets, 
the more impossible it becomes to manage and the more it starts defaulting back to what is human nature in one one shape or another. So yeah, which is know, yeah. fucking fighting and partying, isn't it, at the end yeah. of the day? That's where we are. <laughs> that's where we get to. But no, that, that's, it's, that is the, the arc of it. But what is fascinating is like how complex it becomes. I mean, and they're, they're interviewing these people after the fact, you know, the Rajneesh is what they were kind of, and they all wore, I think, red or like an orange. They had this real kind of solid infrastructure but some dark shit starts happening because you know you start adding like you say volume and numbers and it gets fucking out of hand and his his kind of acting right hand lady this Sheila lady is fucking she's she's a breed of her own she's a strong lady who's got nothing nothing will get in the way and some some of the people that are interviewed sort of after the fact now in their elder years I mean, I'm articulate, well-educated, intelligent. That's one of the fascinating things as well. These aren't just kind of mindless people wandering yeah, into weak-willed people. No, these are these are people who are giving things some thought, and it's fascinating. But it is again, those sublayers are. The idea is one thing, then when you get into what's actually happening, and we start intertwining everything, it always seems to boil back down to he ends up with a load of white Rolls Royces, and he's obviously banging everybody, you know, and then even weirder is his disciples they start to yeah and it gets crazy man but just the sheer volume of wild wild country the amount it just sounds people. like a promo for why you should become a cult leader <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> just literally just describing that to think how could we do that for Patreon <laughs> sounds, sounds great sounds great but in a way in a way in a cordial kind of you know way that's what is happening with podcasts podcasts aren't that mainstream thing we talked about earlier you get your news at 8 o'clock ding 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 and everybody's watching and it's kind of decorated and built for that you know to fit the universal you know what you're getting with these is like this is for the people who are into this Yeah. and you know if you keep the shagging and the killing out of it yeah. we should be alright We've tried. <laughs> Sam, we have tried. But, like, you know, it always comes back to that, man. We'll be, we'll be throwing another body off South End here. But no, <laughs> do, do check it out. This is the last one. And, no, that's, that's amazing. If, you, if you've not seen it, you know, you've got time on your hands. It is, I think, you're, yeah, it's a fascinating one. It is. Yeah. We're it at is. the top spot. Yeah, we're at number one. Okay, well, this again is is quite current. This one, and um, I watched it again the other night. So Netflix again, three identical strangers. That's that's my next one to watch. I literally watched the trailer yesterday. Yeah, oh, cracking. Oh man, it's um, again on the surface of it. You know, wow, these twins meet in later life. How mad must that be? And it's it happens in increments as well. So one meets two, and then later three turns up so it's like whoa so that just seems mad then you start getting into the sub story and narrative underneath that which gets mad and then it gets madder and madder and then you realize oh at the core of this documentary really is a human experiment you know so is it a lot of nature versus nurture yes absolutely yeah and the the the, the principle of the original study was exactly that was to to, to wow so the biology belief is Biology of Belief, I've got a book up here, Bruce Lipton, who is somebody that I've read his book, and his old, I think he was one of the first guys who sort of got into stem cell research and sort of categorised it as, as a nurture and nature thing, meaning environment. So he took stem cells, the same stem cells, but separated them into three different Petri dishes and put them in different environments. And they actually developed 
differently. So one developed muscle tissue, one developed bone, one developed, you know, and it was like, that was the first kind of inroad in like 1969, I want to say, 70. Wow. He was a pioneer of that. And his book, Biology of Belief, which he's lectured around the world and it's, you know, so that, that whole experiment that's happening in the beginning of, of uh, well, you don't, it doesn't come in until later in the documentary, yeah. but what you find out is, is that th these guys were doing this work to find out what happens and the particular um, setting is is that one goes to a blue collar situation, one goes to a middle class situation, and one goes to an affluent situation, all of which have families that have previously adopted a daughter two years previously. So the dynamics are very, very similar in terms of the family, you, you know, the nuclear setup. Yeah, yeah. But it's fucking fascinating, man, what happens, you know. And the guys meet up and they're fucking over the moon. And I think they're only like 19, 20 when they meet up. One guy goes to college and, you know, someone says, Oh, Eddie, good to have you back, man. And he's like, what? Who? And then, yeah. oh, and it's off. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting one. It's, oh, I'm doing it tonight. Yeah, it's, it but it, it, there's, there's a sadness, as there is in a lot of these, even with the Surfwise yeah. one, you know, like... Like this, the sadness is nothing can be how you want it to be, really, yeah. can it? It just is what it is, and you learn what you learn. And I, my dichotomy with watching that was like, should they have taken six month old babies and separated them without telling the, the new families? Because that's obviously a point of contention as the documentary unfolds. Yeah, for sure. Because you start to realize that they all suffer in different ways and it's a due to separation anxiety and the whole kind of intrinsic bonding of twins and that's fascinating but then you look at the wider bigger picture what were they trying to do for humanity they were trying to learn about so you're kind of like you know it's a really difficult one uh, to, to kind of find we, peace we want with. to gain knowledge but at what cost you know? yes so, interesting. yeah did you watch the um the one about the the, the two brothers and the brother that uh, lost yes. his memory yes that was fucking difficult You've seen that, Chris? No, no, no. I've seen the one where it's two, uh, two twins. Is that the one? And one of them um, grows up on an island and he's very muscly. And the other one's like, this, he's really short and he's a shitbag. Um, <laughs> Are you talking about Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> That's it. They get those yeah. Hawaiian shirts and that. And then yeah. like, the bigger one hasn't got laid and the That's smaller right. one gets yeah. him laid with that really hot girl. That, that, that documentary. Yes, yeah, great. Great. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the, 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 have you seen the, the actual documentary though? No, I haven't. Oh man, that's pretty mad, isn't it, Sam? It's yeah. Right. Again, yeah. That, that they're affluent, aren't they? And the yeah. the twist is mad, yeah. Fucking mad. And doesn't like, he doesn't he have a motorbike incident or something? Yeah, he just it, it, the, the, when he's young, he's he's uh, I think he's probably about nineteen, and he's brothers. Maybe are they twins? They're, I don't think they are. Are they? I think uh, they but, are. I think right. they are. And uh, and yeah, he has a, a motorbike accident and loses his memory, and then um, his brother is the only person that he recognises, and so his brother then rebuilds his memories, so then yeah. like just spends years explaining who he is as a person and rebuilding him uh, and reintroducing wow. him into society and so on and so on, and then I mean spoiler alert if anyone's not seen it and is going to watch it. Um, but then it finds out that the whole personality that he's built for his brother's lost memory is all bullshit. He's just mm. told him he's someone that he isn't, but to protect him, this was done to protect him from systematic abuse. From so many layers. Yeah. So many layers. Why? 
Well, it's mad enough. The documentary opening with he lost his memory. I think it's called Who Am I? Is it? Yeah. I think. I think I might have seen this. I really do. He, 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 you know, good my memory is. They do do a great job of making you know because he's lost his memory on a motorbike and he can't remember anything or anyone yeah. apart from his brother. Just that is like whoa. Then you get into him building that memory up and like oh it's not he's not who he's told him he is. You're like whoa. Then you get to why. And they Which find is... a, he finds a photo. Oh man! He finds a photo of him and his this. brother, yeah. and this this they're like stripped to the waist, like yeah. bottom half, and it's like uh-huh. the head's cut off the photo yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah, really. Wow. Since in a yeah. safe in the back of the yeah. parent, yeah, yeah, awful. Yeah, awful. That's, that's that's quite a, a bad one. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. What was I going to say? Um, but the the. The other one, like, because that's been out a while now, hasn't it? I think a couple one. of years, yeah, a couple yeah. of years. Three Identical Strangers, a couple of years, yeah. And it's on Netflix now. I don't know how long it's been on there. I kind of, I think I've heard other people talk about it and I never got around to watching it. And then I watched it. And, uh, yeah, I and mean, it's a nice one as well because in the time of, you know, making a murder and 20 episodes of, you know, documentaries, which are great, but this one's just in and out. I think it's an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 40 minutes. And they've done a... Yeah, really good job of it. And it's really, it's really quite sad. And again, for me, that sub layer was not the madness of them meeting. It was like everything happening underneath. And what did that mean? Mm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, really, really, yeah, check it out. It's on there now. I think it's still quite highly ranked as well on Netflix. So, yeah, definitely. Because I remember people talking about it when that Who Am I uh, come out. And I thought, oh, I'll watch that next. And then for some reason never got round to it, but only recently I've started mm. to see it kind of popping up again on Netflix. So it must mm. be getting pushed up by the old mm. algorithms mm. and that because it's mm. all of a sudden one to watch. So uh, I'm uh, I'm going in on that this evening definitely. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. So what? Um, any honourable mentions, mate? Obviously, there's one at the moment that I don't think. <laughs> in fact, you know, I don't know who hasn't seen it or isn't at least talking about it peripherally, and that's obviously Tiger King because that's just been. Timing-wise, as we all got locked down, that was kind of like thrust upon you via Netflix. I finished and it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, same, same shoe, same. So, did you see him maybe ten years ago with Lewis through? When Lewis no, through visited I him. I haven't seen that yet. No, no. Like, oh, Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was an episode yeah, Louis Theroux did with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it was in the early days as well. He he had the tigers. He was building the tiger park in his back garden, but it was his back garden. Yeah, you know. And Louis does a really interesting visit with him, and then obviously this has come out. You know, hence all of the characters. And this is another thing with the human story. You know, the Tiger King. He's got two hundred tigers in his garden. This is fucking mental. Yeah, that's all on that level. Then you start peeling back these, and all these big cat enthusiasts, and you know Carol Baskin, who's his arch nemesis, who's you know apparently all for animal uh, cruelty intervention and all the rest of it. But she's got a tiger park. I mean, and her she's story oh. is just my, it's it's such a <laughs> head head fuck. There's some layers we, in we that one, talk, mate. We yeah. were talking uh, obviously on the drunk cast about this, and Brett Brett interestingly said, "Is this is this laughing at poor people?" And, you know, I'd had a few drinks and I guess probably weren't articulating ourselves as lucidly as possible. But like, there's a lot of, like, it's not laughing at poor people. A lot of it, when we talk about this being human defining, I mean, I think very specifically, looking at Carol, Doc Antle and um, Joe himself, they all share very similar fucking qualities. Sociopathic mm. qualities. Mm. Mm. Narcissistical like, they, they, 
They Love are people. dangerous people. Like Carol does not that 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 is including Carol. But where you start you start seeing the cracks of that when she's basically got staff there that have been working for her for five ten years for fucking free. Yeah. Like, sorry, spoiler alert for people, but I mean, Jesus Christ, it's time yeah. looking. You should already be watching it. <laughs> yeah. And 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 Doc 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 terrifies me. Doc and Te- the first me. time you see him, he comes rearing up on an elephant to a, like a harem of women, and you just think this is just fucking hate, mental. He is he is lit like a textbook groomer <laughs> predator. Like, there's everything he's doing is is textbook cult, and it's so funny because when they can I just say that if he did. <laughs> Turn up down my road on an, on elephant, an elephant with a harem of like, <laughs> bikini-clad women. I'd sign up, man. It's so I'm funny, there. Stu, because because I'm watching it and like there's that there's that very like the thing is like people always uh, you have got to be careful. I, I say this previously. You have got to be careful like turning these people into people that are not human. Mm. He's very fucking human. And when you sit there thinking, oh oh, that's disgusting. I'd never do that. It's like, wouldn't you? But like, mm. you know, in, 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 in those exact same circumstances, would you maybe turn in, into Doc Antle yourself? There's a fucking good chance you would. And, mm. and, and it's knowing that should protect yourself from not becoming that. It's well, the people who are like, oh, that'll never be me. Oh, I could never do that. I'm thinking but it's you're like a way cult. more likely it to is be like it because you're not, you're not ready for it. Yeah, it's a cult, mate. It is it's like a cult, a cult because if, if, if you're normalising what you're doing and everybody around you is agreeing with you and, and normalising it even more, then then why would you question it? You right. know, you and, would just yeah. start to think, well, this is this is how we roll here. Yeah. And, like, and it's the layers of manipulation. It's like mm. how they all, the girls come in thinking, but he sells it as, hey, this vegan, healthy... Mm. Surf wise lifestyle, really, mm-hmm. and then you oh, right, wicked. Okay, well, mum, dad, I'm going over here. Look, I'm doing this, I'm helping tigers and conservation and all this shit. It's all vegan, healthy. Cool, you get there, and your bed you share a bed with 12 cockroaches. Mm. And like, already, like, he's already showing, like, well, there, there's, there's layers to this, and to get here, people do this, mm. and and it's like it's deadly and dangerous. But then, Joe and Carol, they're, they're, Carol's doing the same thing with color t shirts. Sounds, yes, it sounds crazy. And, and and the infrastructure that she's built is fucking like top top infrastructure. She's got like a tier program, and five years gets you to. But do you, coming back to what we talked about a bit at the start, when I was talking about going to Thailand and countries, yeah. and you know, doesn't it echo? It's like a Game of Thrones. Life is like a Game of Thrones. It's like power. This this sounds conspiratorial, and this. But what seems to happen is is that hive consciousness, whatever the the the. The narrative is we kind of adapt to it, like we've all adapted now, and we've fucking adapted really quickly, and we're trying to figure it out. If if you've got that charismatic leader, which is maybe a president or a prime minister or a gym sensei or a fucking Joe Exotic, you know, like they 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 like terraform their environment. And it becomes yeah. exotic and people adapt to it. And if you were there, like you say, Chris, I mean, Jordan Peterson talks about this when he talks about the, the Nazis of all of yeah. the, the analogies. He's saying, look, hmm. they, they were people. They were people. And that's a whole fucking, you know, but it's the same It's the same idea that if you're there, if you're in that environment, that energy movement, that hive collective, you don't know what you are capable or not of we just adapt to our environment that's what oh, we definitely. do definitely 
and then it becomes hierarchical and like everything does and well really and then mm. you come back to what we were talking about the zeitgeist thing like after a while you start feeling like you can't change this or your circumstances like a lot of these uh, people uh, especially within Doc's situation and, and Joe's particularly uh, in these sort of things is they felt like there was then then after a while there was nowhere else to go mm. like they had nowhere else to turn mm. to look at Joe's partners yeah like to, now, and, and you start to realise that Joe did like Joe's story is so fascinating because I have a lot of empathy for what he went through as a kid. I felt like he came off the worst out of everybody because it felt yeah. like everybody was all f- screwing everybody and yeah. he came off pretty bad out of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, he had a bad childhood as well and then I think animals sort of say gave him a purpose and then like human cult nature often does is you lose track of why you started something in the first place. And I think that uh, Kirk or that Rick Kirkman, he's... When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. That he was making the sort of internet documentaries. Like he didn't start out like that, but then he absolutely lost sight of it for fame, fortune, you know. That, he yeah. was so good at owning tigers, he started doing that with human beings. And mm. all three of them have done that. And I, no mm. doubt. Other, Jeff, Jeff, uh, what is it? Jeff, what's the, uh, the, the other guy who... Um, oh, who came in and kind of, kind of just turned up in a Ferrari and just started throwing same. money around. He's the same. He's a sociopath. They're all sociopaths. He did a better job. He did a better job of selling himself to the camera. I thought he kind of yeah. he kind of arced himself a bit more efficiently yeah, that's to, a, that's to the a viewer. A lot easier to do if you haven't got a Stetson and a blonde mullet. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> although, <laughs> although is you know the bandana and the cap and the hip hop kind of he, he did look like whoa hang on a minute you know like, yeah. but then it's America for us I guess without you know I love America everything yeah. that's great of America is is. But you do look and go, oh, fucking hell, he's, a, he's he's an American. That dude's yeah. an American. Do you know no, what I mean? At any point in that Land documentary, can you yeah. can you you can easily get away with saying only in America. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, it was mesmerising. Well, he, he yeah. I think the reason why he did better at that as well is because he's a con man at heart. Yeah, like, I think yeah. whereas Joe and that there was that they had a link to wildlife 
and animals. Yeah. And, and, and paddled if, out into water they didn't know quite how to manage, didn't they? Yeah, and I think, Jeff, that was his profession, was, uh, was conning yeah. people, as opposed to theirs, which was effectively enslaving people, really. Yeah, um, and giving them guns and meth. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean, there's got to be a silver lining, <laughs> right? Mm. Mm. To be ending up in a same-sex relationship when you're straight. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Absolutely, yeah. You got honourable mention, Sam? Tiger King. Yeah, I've got. I'll give you one more. Um, abducted in plain sight, which again is available on on the. I think it's Netflix. It's a recent one. Last three or four years. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I haven't. I don't know anything about it. Actually. Again, this... It, uh, where do you fucking start? I mean, this is fucking pretty mad. So, a family living... Um, a family living in... Oh. Somewhere in the Midwest, I want to say. Um, is it the Midwest? Yes. The, Bo- the Bo- Broberg family. Um they lived in this little sleepy kind of village and this, this other family family moved in and uh, kind of said hello, came around with flowers and, you know, really nice and we live next door and blah, 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 blah. And uh, the, the, the guy from the, the new family starts coming around a lot and takes a particular liking to a daughter of this family, Jan. You know, and it gets fucking real. And again, you look and you watch, you think, fucking only in America can, you know, like... And he, it starts getting really strange to the point where the parents are allowing this guy in the house and in her room and, like, and you're thinking, how the fuck are you, like, what? Can you not see? And it just keeps spiralling to, to oh, moments God. of utter madness where he kind of, he basically, this, this predator neighbour ends up, abducting her takes her off horse riding or something one day and she doesn't come back and because he's built such a bridge of trust with his family ironically you know even though this crazy shit's happening they're kind of like oh you know well it's not too bad and they didn't report it for however long and blah 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 and he takes her away I think he drugs her and then he plays these tape recordings to her so she don't know where she is she's in the back of like a camp or something of aliens talking to her that she's been chosen to have give birth to a fucking baby alien human thing that's going to save oh it is Whoa. far out and and he goes on to compromise this neighbor goes on to compromise the mum and the dad has an affair with the mum there's a scene where he gets the dad and he's talking with the dad in a car park somewhere and sort of brings brings the dad in and sort of makes him feel sorry for him and he ends up wanking the neighbor off the dad ends up wanking the neighbor Fucking off hell. and i mean so is this a porno documentary? Well, you would think, you would think. I mean, I, I struggled to fucking get my head around it being yeah. a real thing. Like yeah. it, it felt, and then I, did, I looked, I googled it all, and yeah, it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, it is. That's incredible. It is, a, and it's, and it's another one that's in and out. You know, it's not like yeah. six episodes. It's in and out, but it is absolutely like, how the fuck do humans? You know, and even after the fact, you know, the mum's talking about, you know, well, I really liked him, and he's, and he's just like. Whoa! Yeah, so check that out. I mean, it's on it's on Netflix as well, so it's it's worth blowing your socks off if you've. Uh, these 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 sort of predators, I, I I might check that one out, mate. I mean, these sort of predators, the the one sort of thing they always almost always share is charisma, and it's yeah. weird because um, my I, I remember a, a family drinks once, and we we were all joking about, and uh, one we were playing a game, and one was like, "Well, what superpower would you have?" And I said, "Charisma." 
because you it ain't got gets any? you. Oh. It, <laughs> it gets it gets you it gets you anywhere. Like you know the the most like when they say who are the be, who are the best speakers of all time Hitler's up mm. there right mm. Mm. and 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 it's like because they've got something they've got something that people dial into. They, a lot of these documentaries that you watch. Um, and I'll shout one out uh, in a minute, is just the fact that that person had oodles of charisma, beyond the fact that where people didn't have the time to totally or really the, too lazy to think everything through that that person was presenting them, what they relied on was the charisma of that person, their ability to slip inside their sort of like safe zone in their head, their guard, and then get them doing things that originally they had no intention or idea of doing, you know, mm. it's a... Why do, why do you think it works that way? Do you think we're fascinated by what seems like other people's power, strength, you know, fearlessness? Are we are we kind of, you know, the people who do sort of become, you know, subjective to that? Can, I think so, mate. But I think I think that the, the people with the best ones are the ones who know how to push people's buttons. And I think mm. that I think that you know, if you see a lot of it, like for example, the people who are in um, uh, Tiger King. Those people working are all in positions of vulnerability and needed that. But then you wouldn't have said, say, someone like Joe Exotic was that himself. Mm. But he got he got drawn into it by Joe. And so I think a good like someone if you, if you if you're looking to manipulate, I think you've got to figure out what that other person wants and pose as someone who can give them that. And uh, mm. but a lot of the time it is security and stability and. And strength mm. and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, t- yeah, it's uh, fascinating. Human it's beings, serious. man. Who'd be one? Oh <laughs> man, it's, it's it's fucking mind boggles. But I think that's why this top five is such a good uh, thing. We say def- human defining. I really do think that, that they all have those subtexts of really it's how humans are interacting, which makes this sort of a, a fascinating mm. thing. Especially so, at this time, yeah, when we're all definitely. kind of you know getting to know ourselves a bit again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shu, did you have any you wanted to shout out? Oh, no, I shouted out the Who Am I? So if you want to okay. shout out one as well, go for it. Um, the Great Hack, I think. Oh, fucking just, hell. It's just terrifying. That's scary as yeah, hell, yeah. It, it yeah. Has to, that I, was I a zeitgeist felt, moment for me, that Yes, one. yeah. Sure. And I, I actually feel it's compulsory watching. Like I, I genuinely feel that it's almost compulsory watching The Great Hack. And then you watch it. And for people who haven't seen it yet, it's how companies like Cambridge Analytica can pull your data offline and then put directed advertising in things like Facebook to fucking brainwash you one way or another and to turn around voting and get Mm. different companies' voting systems when you'll go to the ballot uh, poll station voting the way they fucking want you to. And it is incredible. And you know what? I see it and I see it even more so. I saw it in myself after, after watching it going, do you know what? A couple of times here and here, I think I've been caught out a little bit by that. And and actually still seeing some of my friends who 100% have been pushed one way or another uh, on an ideology and, and knowing that their only real source of information is Facebook. Mm. And, and, and they are way more left or right wing and just spewing shit that a year ago, two years ago, they wouldn't have done. And you think... It's fucking still happening, man, and it's going to happen. They 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 feel that this is this is the biggest threat of our democracy, really. I feel like, like well, and it works. It absolutely works, and it works on you guys, and it works on me. And yep. you just don't 
when it's do when it's working properly, you don't know that that it's happening to you. And also, they're using it for everything. Yeah. Everything. You know, it's not just. You know, once big business, once you realise, because this is obviously I learned a little bit of this doing media and doing advertising and marketing. You know, how do you sow ideas into the consciousness? You know, and now that it, we've we've learned that you know. Trump or whoever it was, you know, once upon a time they'd have a megaphone in the back of a bus they've rented and they'd go around shouting you the idea and get that in your head. Mm. Now that is, like you say, it's manipulated through your device. Your device will start to, to, to weave its way through, you know, like in everybody's pocket. And it's not just going to be for who you vote for. It's going to be for, you know, what, as we're seeing in culture with the whole Me Too and PC culture, what's right, what's wrong. And these ideas are being forced upon you and you're kind of not sure... And you end up going with a collective yeah. because you've got to feel safe because you don't yeah. want to, you know, so like, oh, well, this seems to be well, yeah, the way we're going. Yeah, exactly. You start standing out against that and then you're an, you're an enemy because, mm. like, there's a virtue there. It was virtue signaling. So if you mm. start saying, oh, hang on a bit, I'm not sure about this bit. No, you're a bastard, rah, rah, rah. Pac-Man and then it's, it's, incre- it's, it's absolutely, yeah, it's fascinating, man. Yeah, that was, was a zeitgeist moment. That was, was a fucking, whoa, when you watch There was that. an episode of uh, X-Files. <laughs> And this guy started murdering people because his phone kept te- started telling him to do things. And it's like, it is like, look, look, what social media is, is it's doing that in ways of, it's suggesting things to you. But a lot of the time it's subconsciously. And then mm. before you know it, you're, you, you, it could be political. It could be like you were saying there, Sam, it's, it's just what you're wearing. Mm. You know, what's your mm. food you're eating, you know? It's, well, look, look, at, look at where we are at the minute, even with, we're all kind of, watching the news to find out what's the update, what are we, you know, and the numbers, you know, this coronavirus, COVID-19 at the moment, it's like, and I heard you say, Stu, I mean, I've listened to the first part of the drunk cast and I've stopped because I'm going to watch the video and watch that in, in full instead. But I heard you saying there, you've kind of come away from the news and kind of looking because it just mangles you up because you go out in your back garden, you go nip to the shop and you do your thing and it's everybody seems okay and everything, you know, you're not seeing hazmat suits and, you know, and all this crazy stuff, but then you whip that, telly on and you check in and the numbers and if somebody says 800 people have died today of fill in the blank it you just that's a you just got a pile of it you know it's, it's a mesmerizing thing but yeah. if you zoom out and you start to i think that's just you know we're sort you of experiencing that at the moment out. you have got to zoom out it's important and and the thing is you know the government has has instructed us all to stay in right mm. so we know what we've got to do to try and eradicate the situation we're in anything else we're doing we're going to be breaking the law so you know as far as i'm concerned i'm allowed to go for my run and i have to stay in all day so until word gets out that i'm allowed to start going back to more normal ways of living for myself then i just think like try and max the opportunity that i have now yeah and like and not and not spend it watching GMTV, watching Piers Morgan like mm. belittling someone, um, and and let's you know, and I don't want to watch a, ro- a rolling news feed. And I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, I click on the Daily Mail um, website on my phone once a day just to see how insane yeah. the headline is, mm. just to see it because as as someone that's interested in marketing. And 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 how and how people respond to things, I know people look at that and swallow it. Yeah. Oh God. Like, and it yeah. freaks me out because it's just like it might as well. The headline might as well just be you're all going to fucking die. 
right? Yeah. Because it's yeah. it's like we need to get some perspective on it. But yeah, crazy, crazy. All right. Well, on that cheery note, um, <laughs> oh, I tell you what, uh, what, what I have just looked up at, I can see uh, beer is being delivered. Uh, oh, as oh nice. Love beer is uh, is here. So uh, yeah, I should um, stick my head out the window and say hello. So um, thank you ever so much, Sam. No, Sam, thank you, boys. That was a great podcast. Thank um, you very much. It's been really good. Chap, chew the chat podcast. So yeah. tell us a little bit about it. Well, I guess uh, it was born out of this kind of a conversation, basically. You know, just wondering about people. And like I said before, we're we're from the East Midlands. We don't. We're not getting celebrity comics and celebrities in. I've got people of all walks of life. You know, the episode that's going to be going out on Monday is a friend of mine who grew up in a mining town in Doncaster to a traditional mining family, but got caught up in the whole kind of drug culture of like the late 80s. Yeah. And he's wow. gone on to recover from that. And um, he went to Wolverhampton University, actually. Um, so he was in that area of the, of the country for a while. But um, yeah, he recovered. But there was a lot of hard drugs involved in his story. And he now he's, he's out walking. So just talking to people, like, like, like I said, people you don't necessarily know but who have a really intriguing story that actually you can directly relate to because they're paying bills and just going to the job that they don't particularly love, just like you and I. So yeah. under, underlined by a fascination with how do we fucking all cope, basically. Yeah. So this this uh, human-defining documentaries episode with you guys is kind of a you know an inroad to my podcast in that way. It's, 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 it's a great podcast, Sam, and uh, episodes with your brothers uh, I've really enjoyed. Um, oh, nice one! Like, nice one. Th- thought it was cracking, and it's 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 normal people having interesting conversations, and I think that's uh, that's that's. Well, that, that, those four brother ones have been really interesting because they've kind of come. They were born out of the, the drunk cast and the fight companion. Basically, I was looking at ways to like number one get my brothers together because we're all a bit older. It's Thirteen years between me and the youngest, and we don't see each other as much as we'd like, you know. So that was the number one. But then number two, it was like the drunk cast is always great fun. Because when, when people start to lose their edge a bit, it's fucking great. Because in, <laughs> inhibitions go and truth flows and like you get the real chemistry of... And that's what we're all yearning, you know. And obviously the fight companions are obviously huge for that as well. So yeah. that was born out of that. But yeah, we've been having a great time doing them. Um, so yeah, I'm pleased, I'm pleased uh, you've enjoyed that. We've got and a lot to learn. <laughs> and it's a weekly podcast, right? Yeah, yeah, we're doing them weekly, yeah. And where can people hear them? So if you if you go to any of the plug, uh, the podcast you know platforms Acast Spotify all of those places iTunes Apple uh, YouTube we we publish the audio on YouTube but we're moving into video now in fact we're doing we're doing video stuff that we're going to start putting out more and more and we might even do live streams depends how long we go on like this but I, yeah. I think the four brothers one's going to be more like a weekend live stream thing maybe do them on a Friday night or a Saturday afternoon something like that um but yeah we're, we're we're youtube all over everywhere yeah socials just chew the chat podcast it's all there wonderful Incredible. um well um you're on all the social media platforms aren't you so yep. uh we'll tag you in them all uh, when we put this episode out next week and mm-hmm. uh and yeah it's been an absolute joy yeah it's been yeah, really cool nice sam one. appreciate it thank you brothers stay safe thanks loads mate see you mate peace <laughs> oh yeah sorry i've butted in yet again I just want to quickly tell you about this magazine. It's called Pod Bible. Now, Pod Bible is the new essential guide to podcasts. It's put together alongside Spotify and Acast, and it's a one-stop shop to tell you all about the podcasts you maybe know about, but definitely about a load of the podcasts that you probably don't know about. 
that we think you should know about. I mean, in the first edition, there's interviews with Adam Buxton, interviews with Craig Parkinson, um, there's features on Jade Adams, and there's just an abundance of information about so many exciting podcasts that are out there. Also, Spotify have given us these amazing little codes. So if you do get a print copy, you can just turn on your Spotify on your phone, scan the little code, and it just automatically opens up the podcast on your listening device. How good's that? If you haven't managed to get a print copy, then just go over to www.podbiblemag.com and read it online because the digital version is all over there and it's all free. So every other month there'll be a new edition out. So go and have a look and support us on the social medias as well. Podbiblemag.com It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.